Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Everyday Black History. Now today on Everyday Black History, we're going to be getting into some real history. First off, happy Monday to you all out there. As I say every week, I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a great week, uh, great start to your week as it's Monday. And I don't know about you, but after a nice weekend, having to start the work week off, sometimes it can be a little much, but... You know, we all got to do what we got to do because we got to pay them bills. So hopefully you all, whether you work for someone, whether you got your own you know, business going on, hopefully you had a good start to your work week. But as we mentioned, we're going to get into some real uh, black history today. And today we're going to be um, highlighting a man by the name of Thomas Peters. Now, Thomas Peters, born Thomas Potters, was um, is considered one of the founding fathers of the nation of Sierra Leone in West Africa. He was uh, one of the black loyalists, and black loyalists were um, uh, people from uh, African descent who joined the British military forces during the American Revolutionary War. And uh, many of the loyalists were slaves who were promised freedom uh, from from uh, Britain if they uh, fought on the side of the British during the Revolutionary War. And uh, Thomas Peters was, uh, was one of those loyalists. And him, along with uh, several other uh, black Canadians who were very influential, they recruited uh, African settlers in the province of uh, Nova Scotia uh, for the colonization of Sierra, Sierra Leone. Um, now, he was a former slave, and he, was, um, and he fled to the uh, British province of North Carolina, during this time to fight in the Revolutionary War, and uh, he became a, a prominent uh, leader in Freetown, which is the town that he started in Sierra Leone, and he is known um, to be the first uh, African-American hero, and uh, he is him along with Elijah Johnson, Joseph Jenkins Roberts, they are all considered to be um, African-American founding fathers of the nation of Sierra Leone. Now, uh, Thomas uh, Peters was born in Nigeria, um, in West Africa, to the Yoruba tribe of the Egba people. He was part of the Egba, the Egba tribe. Now, um, not much is known about his early life, but um, in 1760, at, tw- at 22 years old, he was captured by slave traders and, slo- and sold as a slave to a colonial America on a French ship. And there, he was uh, sold to a French owner. Uh, when, he, when he arrived in North America, he was sold to a French owner in French Louisiana. And he, es- he tried to escape three different times before he was sold to um, uh, English or Scotsman in the southern county, in the southern colonies, and, um, in North Carolina, in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, in 1776, he uh, once again... Um, uh, left uh, um, his owner then in, in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. He fled his owner's flour mill at the start of the uh, Revolutionary War. And as we mentioned before, he joined the Black Pioneers. Um, and the Black Pioneers was a black loyalist unit that was made up of runaway slaves. And as we mentioned, um, the British had had promised freedom in exchange for supporting the war effort against the colonies that formed the U- the new United States. So naturally, during this time, you know, slaves are going to run and jump at the, t- at the chance of freedom. 
so he was one of them and um uh even after the united states had been established as a nation uh, many former slaves joined the british in the american revolutionary war um now thomas peters he rose to the rank of sergeant in the regiment and he was wounded twice in battle uh, fighting bravely um also during this time another woman who uh, joined the war effort. She joined the Black Pioneers because she was too a runaway slave. Her name was Sally Peters, and uh, she uh, married uh, Tom Tom Peters, and they had um, and they had uh, several children together. Um, there's a possibility that Sally uh, Peters and Thomas Peters were once slaves together in South Carolina, and that they were reunited during the Revolutionary War, which would be amazing. You know, during, you know, because a lot of times people, when they're separated like that, you know, whether you, whether they're friends or whether they are in love, uh, when they're separated like that during these times, they really weren't fortunate enough to reunite. So if that really was the case with Thomas Peters and Sally Peters, his wife. That's an amazing uh, part of their story. Now, after the war, the Revolutionary War, Thomas Peters and other uh, African-American slaves were taken by the British to Nova Scotia, um, where they stayed from 1783 to 1791. Um, Now, after being evacuated from uh, New York, uh, Thomas Peters' ship had been blown off course and the crew uh, settled in Bermuda for a little while. But uh, eventually, Thomas Peters and his family uh, settled in uh, Nova Scotia. And uh, he and one of his fellow black pioneer soldiers, Murphy Steele, they petitioned the government for land. And uh, they were both friends because they you know, fought together in the war. But they both went to petition the, the government for land together. And um, they both became disheartened, especially Thomas Peters. They became disheartened because they saw broken promises from the British government. They were promised all these things and, you know, a lot of the, the British government didn't live up to it. So him and uh, some um, some some men, he brought himself and some men with him and they traveled to England to demand the land that was promised to them. Uh, they gathered signatures and marks from other uh, African-American settlers in Nova Scotia and in New Brunswick. And they uh, got funds to travel to London. And the thing about this that was important was that they could have been re-enslaved. There was a risk going out there. But they still uh, took this risk, went out there to demand their land and convinced the government to settle the blacks in Nova Scotia, um, to, to settle the black people that were in Nova Scotia somewhere else. So in 1791, he went to London and uh, he helped convince the royal government to allow them to settle a new um, colony in Sierra Leone that was to be Freetown, Sierra Leone. He even had it already set up how he was going to name it. He was well received by the royal government and he was introduced to some notable people while he was there as well. And uh, it was decided then that him as well as some other men that were there would assist in recruiting recruiting African-American settlers to settle in Sierra Leone. And after uh, Thomas Peters returned home, of course, elated that he was successful in his endeavors, um, him and uh, um, several other men were able to convince um, the settlers in various communities in Canada to uh, consider uh, the Sierra Leone offer. 
and um, as far as you know, selling out there and um, in, in Freetown and you know, getting your land and everything and uh, colonizing the um, the uh, the country. So uh, um, they were able to uh, get eleven hundred out of the thirty five hundred uh, African American settlers to return to Africa. They were able to convince them. And in 1792, they arrived at the St. George Bay Harbor. And um, legend has it that uh, Thomas Peters led the newly named Nova Scotians ashore singing an old Christian hymn, uh, and, uh, <laughs> which, which, which is kind of funny. Uh, but uh, he uh, soon came at odds with... The established government, uh, the established governor there, John Clarkson, who was uh, sent there to um, help convince, he was sent there with uh, Thomas Peters to help convince some of the African American settlers to go to Sierra Leone, and um, they had, you know, they had they had some beef, you know, out there, and um, unfortunately. Uh, uh, John Clarkson received support from other in- influential figures amongst the previous settlers, and they uh, they chose John Clarkson to be the leader, um, as opposed to Thomas Peters. And you would think, with since Thomas Peters was the one to go out there and fight for the land and um, make it possible so that these uh, African American settlers could even have their own land to settle. And they chose John Clarkson, who was white, to be their leader, which no doubt was disheartening to Thomas Peters. Um, And it's sad because soon after that, he died of malaria in Freetown during the first rainy season in 1792. So he didn't even really get to see um, his dream come to fruition, you know. So this was this was a, a, you know, a sad end, no doubt, um, to everything he did. But. You know, he died leaving a wife, Sally Peters, and seven children. So no doubt that was a sad end to his story. But we highlight him because of the fact that if it wasn't for his tenacity, for his bravery both in war, you know, he was wounded twice in war, fought bravely, and, you know, willing to stand up to, you know, anyone, whether it was the Canadian government in Nova Scotia or whether it was the British government, um, actually, Britain owned all of it. So, but being able to stand up to them and demand his rights, or de- or speak up against them for not delivering their promises, it was that bravery that made it even possible for him to settle in Sierra Leone and convince 1,100 people to go there with him. Even though it didn't end well for him, it's still that bravery and that tenacity that we all, you know, as African Americans. Black Americans, Africans, all of us in the African diaspora, we all have that same tenacity. And Thomas Peters is just another example of it. Um, His descendants still are in Freetown, Sierra Leone, and they are members of the Creole ethnic group out there. And some of his descendants also live in um, Canada. And um, statues were erected um, of him in Freetown in his honor. or, or was suggested that it was uh, a statue should be erected of him, but none has uh, uh, has been erected as of yet, and they should change that because I mean, come on, you know, he's a he's a legend, one of the founding fathers of Sierra Leone, and he deserves to get the proper respect. But uh, his legend lives on in um, 
you know, through people, the people like us talking about him and, and including him in our history. And uh, Thomas Peters, we thank you for your contribution to black history and black culture, and we salute you. And that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. Please tune in again as we'll be coming back as we do every week at least. You know, every, at least once a week, we'll be coming, you know, we come with some black history. So we'll be coming back again soon uh, with more uh, men, women, and institutions of the whole African diaspora that's uh, made our history great and that made it even possible. Uh, once again, as I mentioned on every episode, we got the ebook Everyday Black History, African-American Women Inventors. So be sure to check that out on Amazon. We got the paperback and the Kindle ebook version. Um, so you can definitely support with that as well. But um, uh, we'll be coming at you soon again with more black history. So stay tuned for the next episode.